Hey everyone, it's Ariel Hawani, and I wanted to let you know that each and every week I'm part of a great program called the Ringer MMA Show. I host it alongside two absolutely brilliant minds. Their names, Chuck Mendenhall and Pete Carroll. And every Thursday, a new episode drops where we preview the weekend in mixed martial arts and react to all the biggest news. Plus, after every UFC pay-per-view, we give you a post-fight show. So, this is what you have to do. Just follow the Ringer MMA show on your Spotify app so you don't miss an episode. We'll talk to you then. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive that sets the pace and seating for up to seven adults, with zero to 60 speed that throws you one moment and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Peter <laughs> Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, the world's number one sports and recreation podcast, Cheap Heat on the Ringer Wrestling Show, is back. Uh, I'm your forever 24-7 champion. Back. Never been happier to be back in the tri-state on my home turf here in New York City. Joining me from, I, I must be on vacation based on the way that he's dressed, in with the obligatory vacation fedora and... I mean, lo- looks almost, I have to say, it's, he's wearing a tank top that looks almost like a negligee. <laughs> Stack Listen, the people are going to see you slander. I got the sunglasses too, man. You know, I-, I wish I was also in Turks and Caicos, but I was here still so in Philly. You, you just decided today you were going to go vacation. Mom. Yeah, I just said, I just said, you know what? I haven't been on vacation in a while. You know, I've been putting in the hours. I've been busy at work. I said, like, fuck it, deal. Vacation mode today, man. We go on vacation but mode But in all fairness, you go on vacation so much regularly during the year. I don't know that you even are in a position to get jealous of someone going on their summer vacation. Well, listen, you, generally, I want, I want, you hit fall, winter, and spring vacations. 
that's that's right. But I didn't have a summer vacation. I didn't are you not su- taking? Are you not taking a summer vacation? I don't think we're gonna go anywhere uh, this summer. This summer's almost over, basically. So this has been all Philly. So you know what? I just said, you know what? Let me just. You was at summer Texas Summer as adult goes ridiculously fast. It does. It's, it, it's ridiculous. Although, although SGG, would you actually wear the outfit that you're wearing on vacation? It depends. Because I, I just want to say, how do I say this in 2023? If you weren't a physically large mm-hmm. African-American gentleman, mm-hmm. your outfit, if you weren't on vacation, says, rob me right now. <laughs> Lift me up. <laughs> shake out all the money from my pockets. I probably have a, a couple thousand in cash just in my fanny pack. Take that too. I, I, my friend Judd, the second he travels, the uh-huh. second he leaves, has to put on a fucking fedora. I, I, I do not understand. You know what? Let's go to someone who I can... Listen, I get it. I get it. I get it. Absolute certainty. I can count on the fact that I will never see this man in a fedora. It's 36 of 35, Dipperstein. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I've never been a hat guy. I've never, I've never, I have personally never worn a hat. Maybe back in the bucket hat days, the, the first mm-hmm. bucket hat days, okay? I maybe wore it once or twice to the Ocean City Boardwalk in New Jersey. But other than that, I have never put on a baseball cap. I've never, certainly never put on a fedora. I've never <laughs> put on a pork pie hat, a top hat, a cowboy hat. What about a winter hat? What's I don't that? think I've What's ever seen dip in a winter hat either. What's a winter, ever, What's a winter hat? What's a winter hat? He's in LA. He's yeah. a fair question. What, like a beanie? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've maybe put on a beanie a few times. Wait, so on I'll a freezing day, on a freezing day at Hofstra, frigid yep. Long Island day, you're walking out, ears exposed fully, not even considering a, a hat? I don't like to cover up myself too much. I don't like an encumbrances. I don't like things to, to stop me from moving around. And so as a result, I, I don't, I'm not a bundler. I'm not a layerer. I'll put on one very warm item, but I, you know, a, a, you know, a sweater and then a thing and then a, and then a winter coat and then oh, no, thing. I, I, don't I, I wouldn't say I'm, I wouldn't say I'm very good. I mean, this feels accurate what he's saying. I gotta say. No, no, what he's saying is definitely true. And I, <laughs> I, I don't disagree. I'm not a great bundler either. But from the second I got committed to shaving my head, I literally in the winter, there's not, not even winter. Once it hits under 50 degrees, the hat is on. Every day, the other end, thought about it. Oh, you go 50, I go 65. 60, winter the, hat. The other, 60, not winter, not winter hat, not winter, a hat though, a hat for sure, like fitted, some type of hat. I'm like, but you know, I've always, I've always been a hat guy. I've always been wow. a hat guy. The, the other interesting, uh, winter, winter attire cork I have is that I won't wear gloves with fingers. I only wear fingerless gloves. I don't like the feeling of material against my fingertips. What, what are your thoughts on that? You get weirder I, by the second. Yeah, I don't even know what to say to that. It, it's it's yeah. like if it's really cold, the fingertips don't get cold. They have to. The fingertips get cold, but I have to risk the cold fingertips at the at the uh, the behest of uh, of of. Is that the right word? <laughs> I think so. Typing on a cell phone. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Are you throwing snowballs with fingerless gloves too, or is that? 
You don't even deal with snowball thrower. I I don't, I don't touch the snow with my hands. But for the record, throwing a snowball with gloves with most gloves is a pretty horrible experience. Anyway, you really got to go (laughs) barehanded. But if you really want to make a proper snowball, you have to suck it up and go barehanded. I'm saying it right now. That's right. That's right. If you put, if you take a big knitted glove and try to put together a snowball, oh, it's a mess. Do you guys know that there was a time, uh, I started this week. I, I, I'm I'm proud to say, I don't know when this this could get finished. In, I could really go crazy and get finished in six months, or this could be never finished. But I started on the vacation. This is how much time we had on our hands on this vacation. <laughs> I finally started writing my book. That oh. I've like thought about writing forever. So I've, I did. A, I've done a few chapters. I'm, I'm skipping around. I have a method now. I've written out the chapters. And rather than have to write my life in complete order, it's like I'll just pick a chapter and be like, I'm up for writing about that today. And I'll jump into that specific area. At some point when I get to high school, which I have not gotten into, I will tell the story of when me and my friends were effing off outside of school. And I decided to throw a snowball like long distance at one of my friends. You hit a teacher, didn't you? And straight out of a 90s sitcom lofted it and completely missed my friend Christian and hit this dude named, I I believe his name, Ben will remember his name. I believe it was, I don't want to get his first name wrong, but his last name was Diaz, a gigantic man. <laughs> I literally hit him square in his chest of his San Francisco 49er starter jacket. Oh. I mean, I just crushed him with a snowball and literally did the immediate Jim Carrey, Lloyd Christmas turnaround, <laughs> like the actual looking the other direction. You have it to. was not me. It actually happened. Snowballs are very, it's a very risky proposition. <laughs> and, 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 in, and in New York, obviously, you have to worry about people. They're really just covering bricks with snow. You don't. Is this what you're? Is this what you're planning on selling this book on? Is your snowball fight? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just that one. <laughs> is that is that the main? The book's going to be called "Line Up to Learn About His Snowball Fight." No, the book's going to be called "That Massive Snowball That Hit What's His Face Diaz." That's <laughs> yeah. the name of the yeah. book, right there. Uh, that's a, that's a, a good moment. children's book series. Yeah, it's a, it's a lesson for the children. Um. All right, guys, uh, I suppose this week we should talk about pro wrestling. Although when you guys weren't here, SGG again, probably heard it. Dip 100% did not. I did an episode on Friday that we ended up actually getting pretty deep into wrestling because there's a lot of a lot of mixed feelings on the MJF Adam Cole of it all. I mean, people's opinions really run from like my side of this is like my favorite thing I've ever seen Adam Cole do. To this is a disgrace that's beneath everyone. It's it's it, I've I, it's been a while since I've seen so many mixed feelings on one story. I'm in the middle, and I feel like I can explain the the gamut, like the range. I think that most AEW fans, they've been their minds have been so poisoned against sports entertainment and what that looks like that to see it. They are just immediately like revolting like this. They 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 cannot get enough of it. And then you, you just haven't followed Adam's Cole career. So while I don't think this is the best thing he's done, 
I also don't think that this is the worst thing that him and MJF can do. And I just think that people are are overreacting completely to a, a change of pace that I think is honestly going to help AEW in the long run. And I know I just don't know that I agree with the the idea that just because it's like a championship picture story with two big guys that it can't be fun. I, I just don't know that I agree with that notion in 2020. If this were yeah, going on in that. WWE, we would love it. I would love it. I love I love it as as it stands now. But if there were a storyline like this going on with WWE, we would say, "Wow, this is something." And and for AEW fans, like you know, we're all AEW fans. I'm just saying, you know, like to to them, it feels like nothing. But to us, it's something. I don't know that it feels like nothing, but I think it, I think it does lean too much into like the the WWE light territory, like a sports entertainment type of territory. And good, Would, you're complaining about that? No, I'm no, not. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that they've been so galvanized behind being the anti E that. This is toxic to that. Like they can't even handle this little right. bit of entertainment being brought into like their we 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 want dream matches and serious opponents and da 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 da. da, da and like, I, I know. I, look, I, I assume you know we know this is what it'll all lead to. Uh, you know, I assume. You know, I mean, how long can MJF be a great guy? We, as we know, he's a mm. terrible guy. But this is the thing, right? This is the thing. The same question. Maybe this is the same. This is the thing, though. The same thing can be said about Adam Cole, right? It's like that's the intriguing thing about this tag team is that you have two completely verifiable pieces of shit together, both being great guys, and they're both holding a knife. And we know that because we follow both of their careers. This is about whose back is turned long enough to get knifed, and who's going to be the one holding the knife? Because Adam Cole has also stabbed every single person that has called a friend in the back. Going back to the ROH days, he stabbed Kyle O'Reilly in the back mad times. I don't even I don't even know how yeah, many he scars. Did. He's a terrible he stabbed guy. He he yeah, and MJF, same thing. Cody, Jericho, both of these guys have no problem knifing somebody in the back to go to whatever they deem as the next level. So that's the to me, the intriguing part of this story is about this love fest is going to end. It's just about who does it. And they're both yeah. equally capable. Where does CM Schmuck uh, land in all this too? Is the, why is he no. why is he going to land anywhere? I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm I'm sure he's eyeing the title at some point. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't. It'll be that whole thing's so weird because we still don't know if he's operating with the other people. Is he? We don't know who's yeah, operating. Know. Was he was operating. he on dynamite? Is he has he been on dynamite? He was on dynamite the week. Yeah, the the week after Collision debuted. Right, but is he be back yeah. on? No, I don't think so. He wasn't on last week, was he? Just College, dude. That's what I'm saying. If he's just on College, then I don't know that he's going to be. In, I don't. By the way, they're going to make. They they should just make a new title called the CM Punk Championship, and it's just people compete on his show for the Punk Championship. He could be the inaugural title. Yeah. I don't know that we're going to see him involved, but I really think that, like, first of all, SUG, you make a great point. You assume that it's going to be Max who have invariably turns. It could, doesn't it? Cole Cole is equally capable. And of being the one. They're both terrible guys. And can we just take a moment to appreciate how mage it is that like Max is immediately getting cheered like a baby face and like everyone kind of knows he's obviously like playing into it, right? Like he's playing us. 
but you can't help but cheer him because you've been wanting to cheer him for so long. Mm -hmm. I think it was actually really what he needed because I don't think that they were going to come up with the right storyline where he gets to continue to be MJF as he was. So like he was in need of something to like. It's genius. It's a great storyline. Was It was the right time. It was the right time to do it. And that's the. It's a great thing. And that's the thing too. You said the keyword like need, right? They Max needed it, and honestly, the company needs to be able to show that like they are more than just the dream match company, right? Like, because sure, there's certain people that's going to get excited, but you want people to tune in week to week. You want people to have something to look forward to. Dream matches versus guys that most people might not have heard of is not going to do it. Like storylines with characters that they can get invested in and and say to somebody else and give them beat by beat and tell it like a story and hook them in is what's going to do it. And a storyline for the top title between these two guys who stab each other in the back and have somehow become best friends could do it. I don't know that necessarily a dance off in the middle of a match is going to do it, but it doesn't hurt to the point where it's fatal. Let's, let's move over for a moment to the, uh, the WWE of it all. Uh, as as we are now less than uh, two weeks from SummerSlam, I believe I'd go as far as saying it's a week from Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Is it Saturday or Sunday? It's one week from Saturday. It's one week from Saturday. By the way, I think Sunday's done. Is Sunday I, done? Sunday, you get you get night two of Mania, and that's it. I, I think it's night two of Mania. I, I, I do. I, and, and we really haven't taken a moment. Has anyone stopped to really memorialize Sunday? It's over. It's crazy. Sunday's done. Yeah. Sunday's yeah. done. And I got to tell you, it's mage. Can I say something about that? I, I think it's mage too. Oh, I love it. I love it. You don't have to go to work the next day. You can go watch SummerSlam. You have six, seven, eight beers. You do whatever you want. You, 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 you wake up the next day. It's Sunday. I it's agree. a great thing. Uh, the one thing I will have, I will say about it though, and I know we just got off of AW, but I'm going to, you, you bring up a good time to go right back to it. It is mage. It's it's perfect for all the reasons Dip said. And it is absolutely it's it's almost stupid to the point of infuriating that AEW let WWE flip the script on them like this. Because what do you mean? You, how would they how would they their first pay-per-views, if you recall, were Saturday pay-per-views. Yeah. Well they still do some Saturdays, don't they? They do Sundays now. They do Sundays now. Oh my god. They moved on to Sundays, and that is the dumbest thing that that is SGG. I did not. Is that they're really all on Sunday now? They're Sunday pay per views now. They're uh, because they run them less often. I think at least two of them are Sundays on three day weekends, which is which is fine. I'm well, they have they have Collision now on Saturday, so they're definitely not they're not going to bump Collision. That is that is a really. Uh, if this was like around the horn, give SUG another arbitrary point. Um, because the only thing you left out was, is that it's, I, I, it was a great idea. It was a great idea. Of course, WWE took it. It was either taken from them. There's one of two things I, mm-hmm. I want to ask. I'm, I'm going to, I want to get, I'm going to ask Nick Khan this. It was either a Nick Khan thing that he just liked Saturdays and pushed for it, or because the timing had happened around when Nick started uh, taking over, or, mm-hmm. The powers that be saw what was happening with AEW and was like, why don't we run on Saturdays? And they just took it. Now, if they did that 
and AEW let them have it. Yeah, I agree. That's a huge mistake. I love the Saturday it's thing. It's mage. And instead of being able to be like, because now they'll go, oh, WWE has pay-per-view on Saturday. Well, we have one the next day. Don't compete for the weekend. Just run the next weekend when WWE is spent and you're free and clear. Right. On Saturday again. Yeah. yeah like, well, because now you can't now you can't even claim ownership over it. You lost it. You could have argued, you could have been like, damn, y'all copied us on Saturday nights. Now no one's gonna even remember because you're off of Saturday nights. Yeah. We like we've been watching AW from the beginning and you didn't remember. We watched the first pay-per-view. I People thought it was still on. I was like, wait, they left Saturday nights altogether? I didn't I thought it was like a couple of Sundays. I didn't realize they left it. Wow. Double or nothing was on a Sunday. Dip, you were there. Is that the painting above you? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I have a This episode is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle. As your business grows, you might start seeing some lag. There's too much work for your team, too many different processes, and it takes forever to close the books. If this sounds like you, you should know these three numbers, 37,000, 25, and one. 37,000 is the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. It's a cloud financial system that can help streamline accounting financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25, that's how many years NetSuite has been helping businesses do more with less. And one, because your one-of-a-kind business deserves a customized solution for your KPIs. It's like when you come here for this podcast or when you check out your favorite website to gather all the info you need to make better decisions for your fantasy leagues. Well, NetSuite does that for your business and then some. It's one efficient system, one source of truth with everything you need to grow. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash ringer. That is netsuite.com slash ringer. I have a lot of work to do. By the way, I'm a little upset today. We realized there's one thing we cannot find from the wedding. There's one thing that we can't find. And it sounds stupid, and I'm going to figure it out. Did you save the caviar, Tim? I wanted the leftover caviar. I said, can you scoop it into a napkin? Uh, it was in an old lady's purse. Put it in the pocket, in your pocket, and take the caviar out in the pocket. I'm 98% sure my brother lost the ring case. Oh, you know what happened? That, that happened to mine wedding, too. <laughs> we lost Did the it ring really? case. Yeah. Get another ring case. Well, here's the thing. Two, there's two things. Number one, can we just be fair? I didn't exactly dole out a lot of responsibility to my brother. Okay. <laughs> he didn't exactly have a lot. To, like in terms of the, you had one job conversation, you had one job. He got the ring case an hour before the wedding. I should have said the words explicitly. <laughs> I need the case back. Just to be fair, just, just so everyone knows. We decided to get rings at Cartier. Okay. It was a thing Natalie wanted to do. It was, I have to tell you, it was actually a very fun experience. We went to Cart the Cartier mansion in the city. It's not like obscenely expensive. We didn't get diamonds or anything. We got gold rings from Cartier, right? It was nice. The coolest thing about it is that it comes in this very plush Cartier snap box that has spaces for both rings. It's like a thing. It's a uh... thing. I guarantee they're not going to give us one. They'll probably like, oh, they're not going to give you one, but you'll get what you could get it. Yeah, I think you can get it. They'll be like, what, what do you think they're going to charge for an extra ring box? $300. Do you really think so? <laughs> <laughs> do we have the moment that Peter heard $300? Let me just say, I just paid. <laughs> can, okay. we, can we clip the moment that Peter heard $300? <laughs> 
I was going to say one ninety nine, and I was upset. I hoped you guys were going to no, not one ninety nine. That's crazy. I just paid one hundred and sixty nine dollars for a seat on an airplane. Okay. How much? One hundred and sixty nine dollars for, for a seat. seat. Yep. Oh, because they didn't give you a seat. Nope. So for the even more space gimmick. Oh yeah. Which is a gimmick. $169. Can you believe this? I feel I feel robbed. I feel like I I'm I feel I feel injured and you beaten are. on the street. You are. It's, you are it's I got to tell you. I got to tell you. It's But yeah, it's, you're going to pay 300 bucks for that that box. Well, I'm seeing some on, I'm seeing some on uh eBay. Oh, these are fake though. These these ones Oh, wait, no, in the You're buying a used box? I don't want a used box, exactly. <laughs> you got you can't have a used no. box. You gotta have a new box. Although technically his was a used box, so it would have been a used box, but I'm uncomfortable with everyone saying used box over and over <laughs> again. Uh, but here's one that what oh hold on. Authentic, genuine Cartier double ring storage case red box, thirty dollars, buy it now. How do you like that? Go not is it comparable, just, no. is it comparable you don't to know what? what that is. Stop. Nothing's thirty dollars. Okay? Hold on. What do you mean you don't know what it? <laughs> you can't even right buy a pack of Rolaids for thirty dollars anymore. Everything's so expensive. Okay, that's, that's not, not real. real. You know what's Stop. funny? It's it's actually Stop the exact. Yourself. By the way, you're wrong. It's the, it's actually the exact opposite. eBay right. is the place you can go to to actually find what people pay for things. That's true. <laughs> where things are made up. You know where things are made up at airlines. Or resorts and tur- at Turks and in Turks and Caicos. Okay, uh, here we what go. Where things I are made up. This one. I was waiting for what this What was one. the most egregious, costing nonsense thing that you paid for in Turks and Caicos? And let's talk about it. <laughs> are we are we including are we including the the service fees at the resort that you get charged nightly? Oh, Hamid, we got a resort yeah, fee. You got a you those. got a schmageggy fee uh, per night per night at both resorts. Uh, around the same at each one. The charge was on top of everything. Uh, on top of everything, on top of your roommate, $120 a night Jesus. Of, of fees. And I, and I said to them, yeah. sorry, what does the yeah. service fee mean? They go, mm-hmm. oh, that's, that's how we pay. That's how we get paid. That's how the employees get paid. So what about the, the, what rooms? about their salary? Yeah. So what, yeah. what about the 800 or 900, depending on the place, 1300, 1500? What about the amount you're paying per night to stay here? So, where does so, that go to? So, so that was number one. Obviously, off top, really bothered me. Number two, yeah. a lot of the places would um, include gratuity, but not call it gratuity. They'd call it service, also. So you'd be like, wait a second. When I'm tipping, this already says fifteen percent. Am I now? Oh, there's a lot, I mean, this is a big controversy all over the world. Yeah, no, it's true. All over the place. I go. Am I now expected like I should be tipping on top of that? Because I'm confused now. So what I what I ended up invariably doing was I would just throw in like another five to ten bucks on top of the fifteen percent, and that's it. Yeah. The day. But it was it was still stupid. Now <laughs> you go to the pool, swim up. Yeah. What's swim the, up. What are the pool gimmicks? Pina colada at the pool. Okay. Twenty one dollars. What? Yeah. But twenty. But remember, you got to pay a service. Mm-hmm. So you pay. So what does it come out to? That's what I'm saying. So if we got if we got four pina coladas, like we were there, let's say we were there for an hour. Natalie and I each got. Two, oh, they were delightful. We each get two pina coladas. They're into you already now for like thirty dollars. We we could not leave the pool with a bill for less than one fifty. 
because we'd get a couple of drinks and one or two snacks. Yeah, and it was say, 150 every single time. You can there's no way. And then here's the kicker. The last should have went to an all-inclusive. Yeah. I don't know that Turks, I don't know if they do all-inclusives there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Listen, I'll say here's the nice thing about Turks and Caicos, okay? It, the resorts are not crowded. Like, I guess that's the part that the ones we went to, the, the sort of high-end ones we went to, were not very crowded, and that's that is nice. Oh, that's why they gotta rob you. That is not they gotta if they had but if it was I, crowded and full, then they wouldn't have to rob people. But let me and let me tell you about the amount of dudes who looked like former athletes with uh partners with them whose bodies had just been purchased days before the trip. <laughs> <laughs> they walked out of off the table to the airport to Turks and Caicos. Things were there were proportions that made no I mean, Natalie and I were, our jaws were on the floor. Okay. And, and you just look around and you go, how rich are people? People are just ordering and ordering and ordering. And I'm just like, what do you do? And, or yeah. am I just this cheap? Cause I couldn't nah, forget. It's, it's a combination of both. It's gotta be a combination of both. Has to be a people combination. People save up for these trips to spend whatever they can want to spend. And then you have a, a country that is literally a vacation destination. Like we asked every local person we could talk to to try to find out like what is there here, okay? Right. This is this. This is it. It's not Jamaica. It's not Trinidad. It's not Belize. It's not Cuba. It's not Haiti. Turks and Caicos is a basically a hundred percent vacation. Everyone works at a resort. That is it. These people told me. This cab driver, we would go every place we'd go. Is this place legit or is it just hype? We, the, the big thing is you gotta go to the Thursday fish fry. Oh, you got, it's the island fish fry. Everybody goes to the fish fry. We asked the driver, how's the fish fry? Oh, oh, you're gonna like the fish fry. We said, do locals like the fish fry or is it like, he goes, oh, I mean, that, that's, that's your answer, right? there he goes yeah yeah of course but you know you can't it's so great you can't keep the tourists what's with the what are they frying fish is that it <laughs> that's the fish fry the fish fry is a parking lot with vendors selling the same drinks and fish that are being sold at every restaurant on the island <laughs> at the same prices you can't as go the nice restaurants the same price, except you're getting it on a plastic plate and standing in a parking lot with other jabronis. <laughs> you went, you, but you fell for it. You went to the fish fry. Bought one drink and left. Natalie bought a coconut. She bought a coconut and drank it. I bought one drink. We walked around. They're selling ch crappy tchotchkes, $30 shrimp boils, $22 drinks to be standing in a parking lot. I was like, this is the dumbest just get me back. You can't go anywhere. You can't go anywhere. I don't go anywhere. I go to New York to see you. That's go to it. New York. Go back. I mean, I just, I just, every restaurant, the appetizers are 27. And how can an appetizer be $27, Sam? Yeah, nothing's that appetizing. Two or three. And if I get two or three, guess what? You're already into me for a hundred bucks before I got to an entree <laughs> yeah. and a drink. Oh, God. Oh. So anyway, it's a beautiful. Oh, sorry. Last thing. The whole country's tourism. 
how can you have an airport? The security line, the one security line at the airport has two scanners. Oh. It, have you ever been to an amusement park on like the sunniest, most perfect day? Uh, no, no. I'll look at the other way. Have you ever been to an amusement park and it's sort of a dreary day mm -hmm. and you see how long the line could be? And as you're walking through it, you're like, oh, my God, can you imagine if this line was full? It's a mile long. They've got 19 different things. Then you get into another one and there's another 19 lines. And then you get and I go, oh, my God, well, thank God it's raining and we're just walking through. Now, take that and picture the sunniest day possible, <laughs> because the line for security at this airport had so many twists and turns. Dip. It was psychotic. I'm looking around going, all you guys do, you're charging this much in service fees and no one could revamp the airport and add two more security lines? <laughs> I swear I swear to God, my mom's displaced persons camp that she was born in Germany is more luxurious than what was happening <laughs> no, at this airport. No. no. It, it was displaced persons camp adjacent. You are wandering and what the gates are just Five doors with an open room with everyone smashed into one room. Do you realize you just sent me to hell, by the way? You made that joke I'll never and, go. Last, this is it. and now we're both going down. <laughs> now we're both I will going never down. go to Turks and Caicos. Grand opening, grand closing. You'll never see me there as long. There's nothing I hate worse than a bag drop line. How they have not figured <laughs> out a better way to take your, someone takes your bags for you. If there's no curbside check-in is such a joke. You, you wait two hours to, to, to what? For them to, to give, to hand your bag off, to put on the conveyor belt? It's the crazy. Yeah. Bag drop is the craziest thing on the face of the earth. And let me tell you something else. The same person that makes the technology for the, for the, the, the hotel cable gimmick thing is the same person that's making the kiosk uh, technology. You press the thing. It doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Then you got to go back. Then you then the, the keys don't work. Then you got to call somebody over. Oh, it didn't print out the right thing. I don't know how to turn in my known traveler number. I can't do this. I this the bag tag. Which do I peel it from? Oh, it doesn't look like the other ones. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, I can't just give you this. Can you guys imagine the hero that would exist if like someone actually came along and fixed the air travel industry in this country? Oh. Like they found Complete a way to keep though. it seriously like, like but i'm saying like they found a way to say i found a way to cut down on all the lines to keep it secure to allow people to move so it's not a nightmare when you get there like can you imagine the service fees for that? I know. That's what I was going to say. That's why I said I need complete overhaul. I need them to also say, and it's going to be so efficient so you don't have to rob these people when they want to go. You know what it should feel like? You know what it should feel like? It should feel like. Why can't the airline industry figure out how to feel like a train station? We're like, you show up and you know where you're supposed to go. Thanks, babe. And you know where you're supposed to go. And you, oh, your track's that one. Okay, cool. You go there. When you get there, you walk through a security thing. You get on and you go. And 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 why does no one care about the security at train stations? <laughs> yeah, bus stations like, even worse. Why, why do we only think the only place, it's the most backwards thinking a, a horrible event happened 22 years ago. And because of that event, all we do is stare at airplanes and go, well, this is the only bad thing that can happen. Focus on the airplanes. <laughs> There's a million other places in New York City. 
at any given moment, there's no security anywhere. The subway, the subway is vulnerable as hell. It's it's wild. Okay, I'm done. I'm climbing down off the. the I I the two times ago. By the way, it's a great play. The solution to the city too is the congestion congestion pricing that's going to force more people onto the subway. That'll fix it. Oh, that'll (laughs) fix it. By the way, two times ago when I was in New York, and I I was in at, at LAX very late going to New York, the bag drop line was two hours long. You had to you check in. Or you, you have your thing, doesn't matter. You have to stand. And it was, the line was 400 people outside waiting to just get inside to drop the bag. I mean, what if it was pouring rain? What would they have done then? They would let you stand what, there. What, what, what they would let you stand there. No. By the way, this is why I, li- we were gone for over a week. I didn't check a bag. I don't check bags. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Natalie, do you want to say anything to people? Sure, but we tell her we missed her. But, yeah, but he's. But we missed you. You missed me. We did. We missed, I missed you. you too. I missed me. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Did you tell them, babe, about how we? <laughs> I mean, how the the nice officer. <laughs> Let me try to help Natalie. At one point in our trip, I won't say where we were. There was a situation where a line was horrifying. Oh, and I noticed a gentleman who was walking around being very friendly. Hey, how's everyone doing? Everyone good? Just being nice. And I said to Natalie, my resident New York queen, I said, that's the guy. I said, go see what's up with this guy. Two seconds later, Natalie goes like this. Gives (laughs) me the calls me over. Again, I'm not going to say where we were, what country, what city we were in, but we took a little slid it with our and just skipped everything. And the best I've ever spent in my life. It was the best. And then I got in trouble because I vlogged the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, what? what? Uh, she got of yelled course. at. I'm like, I'm like, you don't see there are signs everywhere saying you can't even have a phone out here? What are you doing? <laughs> We're going to get someone killed. Anyways, uh, by the way, that all that being said, Turks and Caicos, it's a great time. I fully recommend it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Just make sure you're sitting on minimum 50 million. If I, if I was worth, I'd say 50 million, I wouldn't have had any issue with anything we did. I would have no problem. <laughs> Let me tell you. Guys, you just have to go for like three or four days. We went for a week. It's expensive, yes. It's Can't a beautiful you. beach. You want to stay at Grace Bay. You don't want to be on the other side. Is this peak season too? Is it a lot of travelers right now? It's not it's just the land of fees. What are you going to do? Yeah, but that Turks and Caicos translates to land of a thousand fees. But uh, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you where, to, where the best place is. Beverly okay. Hills. It's not peak season. Winter's peak season. Uh, you know, Beverly Hills is great. But you, Dip, you said you're considering uh, spending some time in New York. You've actually, you've had it up to here with Beverly Hills. I've had it, I've had it up to somewhere, yeah. Oh, no. Oh. I don't know if I've had it up to yeah. here. I've had it up to somewhere. I can't, I can't somewhere. commit to here. I can't, I can't commit to here. Mm. <laughs> right. Um... So guys, what uh, what what big takeaways from Monday Night Raw? Dip and I were out all night, so I I know he's seen almost nothing, if anything at all. Um, I watched back like two thirds of the show so far. SGG, what's the biggest headline coming out of Raw last night? I mean, I guess I want to start from the top, right? Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus is set for SummerSlam. Finn and Seth Rollins is also set for SummerSlam. They it seems like they made a lot of SummerSlam moves. Locked them in. Yeah. Cody and Brock. I thought they were going to go with a stipulation route with that match. Uh, we'll see. Logan Paul and Ricochet, official for SummerSlam. So it seems like last between uh, SmackDown and Raw, 
they just locked down a lot of rumored matches and let everybody know that they are definitely going down. Now, is there any surprise or anything that furthered any storyline on Raw? Uh, something that's going to hinder a storyline is that apparently KO is legitimately injured. It's being reported everywhere last night that he has suffered uh, broken ribs. Uh, they oh, didn't say God. when or how, but uh, that might explain Sammy competing in a singles match last night and also KO seemingly being uh, written out. Where were they the have gone with? Where would they have gone with the tag titles for Mania? Uh, for Mania, I don't know. For SummerSlam, I don't know either. I'm sorry, sorry, they... for Summer, sorry for SummerSlam. Where would they have gone? Would they have gone? Would they have gone like a Damian Priest, Dominic? Like, is that what you think they would have done? I don't know. I don't know because they they've been defending them separately um, on both shows. So there's some uh, some SmackDown tag teams that probably would have liked to be eligible for it. Um, but yeah, I really don't know. And something that has been happening, it didn't happen on Monday, but last week on Raw and then on SmackDown, we saw Bobby Lashley lurking around some uh, That's talent. Right. He, was, mm-hmm. he was seen with the Street Profits. Then he was seen with uh, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams, who were among the several NXT talents. Uh, did I say Carmelo Williams and Trick Hayes? That's the other way. Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. But, uh, they were seen with Bobby Lashley. Uh, among the NXT talents who were in Orlando uh, for that edition of SmackDown, so it it looks like something is cooking with the uh, with Lashley. I don't know if this is going to be a Hurt Business 2.0 or a completely new thing. Did, did, was was MVP shown in any of this? No, no. Hmm. 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 So we haven't seen MVP, but we've seen Bobby meeting with different people. That's what you're saying? Yeah. And look, it's possible that MVP could be the the last piece of the puzzle, but uh, we haven't seen him yet. So, what what do we not have officially booked yet for SummerSlam that we think is happening at SummerSlam? Is anything um, left? Something. I think it's pretty set. Something for Rhea Ripley, right? She doesn't have a challenger. Um, presumably, she's gonna have have somebody, right? She attacked Liv. She attacked Raquel last week. I assume it's Raquel, right? I would assume so as well. I would assume so as well. By the way, make it handicap. Let her take them both out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll be I'll be down with that. I take I take I have no issue with that. Me either. She's unstoppable. So and they should present her as such. Uh and the has the triple the triple threat's been made too, right? Yes. SmackDown yes. Women's Championships of Fish. Oscar, Bianca, Charlotte, triple threat for the um. I was going to say SmackDown Women's Championship, but it's the WWE uh, Universal Women's Championship. Boy, boy, am I going to have work to do on that. Before we get to this kickoff show, a week from Saturday, let me tell you, I got some work to do on these titles, mm-hmm. saying these titles. Yeah. yeah. So well, let's go over this. Let's, let's play this game. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Seth Rollins he is, is the, the world, world heavyweight champion. Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, Roman Reigns is the... Undisputed, undisputed universal, undisputed WWE universal champion, undisputed WWE universal champion. That's by the way. Can I just say something? It's the three I don't titles. He has the undisputed one, the WWE one, and the universal one. I, I have bad news though. Are they aware that once they create another title, using the word undisputed loses a lot of its oomph? I think we, we were trying to say that when they created the world. Like, and, uh, if you want it to be undisputed, 
keep it all on one title. Otherwise, guess what? It's disputed. Seth Rollins could dispute. <laughs> it's this is one hundred percent disputed. Um, okay, and then so you're saying then Rhea Ripley is the women's world women's world champion? Yes. And Asuka is the Asuka is the WWE uh women's champion, although her title says women's undisputed champion so but isn't it um, isn't it wild that this has happened though yes wrestling is is obsessed with championships they're they're obsessed with championships can you just god you know what like take a look at nxt it's very easy yeah yeah super easy you have an nxt world champion oh what's the next biggest one the north american champion like this is all very easy to Mm -hmm. follow there There's should be tag one team title. Champion. There's women's tag team titles. How many times have we said this? We've this said this over and over. One world, world champion. There should be one champion. One women's one intercontinental. One tag. And that's it. And, and you know, you want to do one gimmick championship like a 24-7 or a hardcore or whatever. Fine. But... But you don't be, want... But you, you're also of the feeling you don't want IC and US even. No, I want no. IC and US. Why? Because What's then the point? one can be relegated on one show and one can be relegated on the other show. And they're both. But they're not doing that anymore. Well, one world champion, one set of tag team champions, one women's champion. We have one women's tag team champion. So you were the only title, a separate set for women. But the only titles you would double up on SGG is the mid card title. Middle is that mid card title. Yeah, so both shows can have a healthy mid card division. I'm not mad at that. But the but the but the world like the top level titles in the divisions being doubled up is just insanity, especially when Roman has. Roman's carrying three, so like. But by the way, by the way, what are the three? I don't that I really don't. So real quick, the third one is supposed to represent the two, right? Right. Right. So then, why didn't he put down the two once he got the third? I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't privy to these discussions between him and his wise man, <laughs> so I have no idea why they decided. It looks cool, but it, I mean, just for, it, it is confusing, though. It's just so funny. Like everything is generally done so well. Like everything is. Listen, we make our our share of complaints. It's our job. We watch and we complain. But like most everything is pretty smooth and, and well put together. The titles, though, feels like such a basic thing to kind of like do simply. Mm-hmm. And it's gotten so complicated. It's just so trying to follow the lineage is complicated. Trying to even say the names is complicated. And and we are we are hardcore WWE fans. Like we're as hardcore as it gets. Yeah. Let's just say let's wrestling. just call it. Oh, just, the wrestling's great. By the way, the wrestling is a great sign. That guy's going to like every show. It's like two two out of the last three weeks. I think he's in our Discord really? too. I'm pretty sure he's in our Discord. Yeah, that guy's definitely in the Discord. Yeah. Cause he made a couple of signs too for for different shows. Um, we, this guy's a great guy. Yeah. You know what I was thinking, by the way? I, I think I mentioned it in the Discord, but I like to bring it up here on the program as well. I I really feel that the biggest cheap heat event that we've done in years should be done at the Philadelphia Mania. What do you say? I'm down with that. I, I like that. Should we do a show? Like, you want to do a show again? Like, I think we take it back to a ticketed, big time, get some guests. Yeah. Like, yeah, do I'm the whole thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Don't you think it? I feel like Philly is going to be jam packed because of location wise. A, lots of peckerheads in Philly. B, lots of peckerheads in New York. 
see yeah. anyone on the East Coast is going to travel to Philly. Plus, you'll get the regular national traveling, mm-hmm. international traveling you get for WrestleMania. Philly's going to be a great location for people from the UK. Yeah, because it's closer to much closer the than, than, the, than the West Coast. Or so. And I'll ask this too, Brian. Bleep this part out. We'll leave him. We'll leave him intrigued with what this question is. Oh, but I Pete, love a bleep. Okay. Should we also do that? Talked about that idea that I floated by with some get some listeners to be contestants. I, I would I would love to do that. All right. Yeah. I, I, by the way, we could make that sort of the gimmick of the event because really doing the live show before the event, it's really just a getting out there and popping the crowd and having fun and you know maybe chatting with one guest. Otherwise. The show becomes kind of irrelevant because Mania is like the next day. So I love What night idea. do we do it, though, not to interfere with Wale? Well, we could do it the same night, right? Because that goes on later. later. How about we just run right up against Wale Mania and just take him out? <laughs> How about we just take him out? Enough, Kaz and I have had a great run. Great run. But maybe this is the time. Enough is enough. It's time for a change. Is Kaz standing too close to the barbershop window right now? Yeah. Boom. Super kick. Wait, so they're going to run Thursday? Yeah. Why don't we run Friday? Smackdown. Yeah, but, okay. but Smackdown, remember, Smackdown's 18,000 people. Mania weekend, you're talking about 100,000 fans that are there. That's true. I, I've said many, and if we get the, if we can get a location right now and kind of lock this in, and maybe we'll hear from a peckerhead in Philly who has the place to recommend, if we could lock in the, the venue now, for that Friday night and tell people that's what's happening early. The Peckerheads will make their plans that Friday night they're doing this. By the way, we also could run. The only thing is it's Hall of Fame too. Maybe we run, maybe we run early. Maybe we run like seven o'clock or earlier, earlier even. even. Well, I, I generally have work that day, but I could take off. I could take, I could take. Yeah, we could figure like out five. Time. But is everyone going to be around by five o'clock Friday? Because that that yeah, that's, yeah. but that sort of hurts you against the local Philadelphians who are working a normal week, right. and then want to go to the events starting that weekend. All right, seven Fair. o'clock though, because seven o'clock that way, if I was going to the Hall of Fame, for example, I could still make the Hall of Fame at ten o'clock. And by the way, you should be inducted to the Hall of Fame. Like this is it's it's far past time. It's far past time. Yeah, my 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 run is longer than Warriors. Yeah, you've had you have more championships than than most people in the Hall of Fame. It's true. Coco Beware always takes a shot this time of year when people start talking about Hall of Fame, but you you have more championships than he does. But Coco's still not in. No, Coco's in. But what, that's oh, what I'm saying. Oh, he is starts that, like, taking shots at at other people. Pe- no, like whenever somebody's going into the Hall of Fame, was they omitted that people are like well, how Coco Beware in the Hall of Fame and so and so is not in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Coco's over. Like, Listen, over. I love Coco. I hate to do it to him too, but I mean, um, for the record, I. By the way, I just caught. I randomly watched the the Cena Amy Schumer movie was on TV the other day. Was it Trainwreck? Yeah. Do you remember first of all how insane the character Cena plays is in that movie? No, I don't. Oh, and how much homoerotic crazy stuff he says. <laughs> no, I feel like that's right up Cena's alley though. But you realize that he gets there's a there's a black dude in the theater talking trash to him and he keeps like trying to like tell tell him to get his girl to shut up, blah, blah, blah. And eventually when Cena snaps, he goes, all right, Coco, beware. He, he says that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, wow, that is offensive. That is it's an edgy character for Cena through and through. He says a lot of crazy stuff. It's an edgy character for Cena's 
WWE character. I don't know how edgy that oh, is. Oh, and for Cena but, now. But right, that was him right. first breaking into Hollywood. <laughs> right. I, I got to just do what I got to do. Right. I don't know how edgy that is for like John Cena's sense of humor. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC Pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more. Now, speaking of uh, wrestling entertainment, SUG, I got to tell you, I because I don't have Vice and I've always struggled struggled to have any version of Vice recently. By the way, who's been backing up a truck in your neighborhood, SUG, for the last some hour? asshole? So it, it's some you hear it, you hear this? It's nonsense. endless. Uh, by the way, I'm guessing people have heard it basically the entire podcast. <laughs> I don't know if it has been the entire podcast, but there it is again. Brian, how long how long have you been hearing it, Brian? Um, probably the past ten minutes, or maybe five, maybe five. If you were really about that Philly life, you're roll, you're pulling, you're taking your window down and cursing out the window. It's, it's required <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Like if you're gonna be real, this is what you have. To I do. keep pennies in the car just to throw them at people, as you should. <laughs> okay, so so I I don't have Vice, but recently I've been catching up with the Vice show um, on YouTube. Someone. I hope no one takes it down after I say this, but someone <laughs> uploaded like all of the most of the dark sides and they uploaded all the um, uh, territory episodes. Yo, bro, those territory shows are fantastic. Have you watched any yet? I haven't watched any yet because I don't have Vice. I didn't realize they were all on bro, YouTube. I'm about to send you the link right now. Let me tell you something. These territory shows, SGG. They take you back. They're like a better, they're like a better put together um, Legends Roundtable. Well, because they can go, they can go there, right? Where WWE wouldn't be willing to go necessarily. Correct. Because they go, even though, by the way, they did go pretty, pretty crazy. But like, here you go, SGG. I'll send you one I know you want to watch right now. Nestled in the heartland of Western. Here you go. Do, Do you hear that? <laughs> when, when that played for a second, I'm about to send it to our group chat. Here's the Stampede Wrestling one. Oh, so they basically—if you guys haven't seen these yet—they literally will just uh, focus on one territory. Some of them have like it's called Tales from the Territories, and they'll focus on one territory and just—they probably recorded for hours of just storytelling, and then they'll just focus on a few stories. They'll do like four chapters, and they'll just tell four. Bro, you could keep this thing going for so long and it's not nearly as some stories are dark, but it's not nearly as dark a show as Dark Side. Like um 
the Memphis episode is all Andy Kaufman. That's Mage. I got to tell you, I thought I knew. I really thought I knew Andy Kaufman's story in wrestling like through and through. I I got about an extra of the 45 minutes that show is, I probably caught an extra 15 minutes of stuff I did not know. That was like, I did not realize how long his run is. I did not realize. Uh, Lawler tells a story about Andy at the end where he was literally cutting a promo and coughing because he already had lung cancer Damn. and he was still there in the territory. Like, I, I couldn't recommend it more. If you're looking for a late night watch, um, SGG, we could throw it up in the Discord and people can watch this link. It is like someone posted, I think, all of them, and they are fantastic. What a great job. Yeah, and the dope thing about it, too, is like they can go back to territories and tell more stories. Yeah, bro, there's so much there. Um, all right, SGG, let's hit a quick uh, Black Power ranking, shall we? Uh, black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all. And I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. I'm blickety black, blacker than black, black. I'm blacker than black. All right, I would like to make SGG number one as soon as he uh, rolls his window down. How do you opens his window? I should say that <laughs> he's in his house, not his car, and screams at whoever has been backing up a truck for literally now fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's insane. It's it's yo they do yo there are things that happen in cities, man. There's construction that happens outside of our bedroom window that is so wild that I, it's it's mind blowing. All right, uh, Black Power C- cities like? never stop being under construction by the way like i lived at this spot in philly for like six years it has been a new building a new something fixing the road tear this down throw this up the entire time and that's just in my neighborhood my pick for black power records we alluded to this earlier is bobby lashley i'm very intrigued by whatever whatever they have going right now, I'm very intrigued just because the talent that he has been seen, uh, you know, buddying up with so far. I've, I've been into all of them. You know, I, I rock with Bobby Lashley. I rock with the Street Profits. Uh, Trick and Mellow. I love them all. And I think that that is a good squad to have put together. I would love to see Bobby Bobby Lashley back in the mix in a real way. It's been a while. Like he just has not been involved in a in a minute, and I, I miss him. Man. I miss him. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make mine a tie uh, between uh, super producer Brian Waters, who's doing like triple duty right now, holding it down, doing a great job, not only on Wednesdays worldwide, but also producing all these other shows for jabronis like us. So number one time for Brian Waters, um, and number two or or one A, Ricochet man. It's Ricochet season, baby. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ricochet's actually been doing a nice job in these promos. Um, I'm incredibly excited for the moment he has at SummerSlam. I firmly, I, I'll put it this way. I don't want to stack too much pressure. I'm going to be disappointed if they don't steal the show. Matter of fact, I won't even call it stealing the show. It's the main event to me. I, I am so excited to see what Ricochet and, and Logan Paul do. Like, those are just such physical presences. Like, to see them both in the, in the, the ring at the same time for a full match not just having a moment with each other. I mean, I just hope that they don't do anything too crazy. Got to be careful, guys. You don't have to reinvent wrestling as we know it, but just do what you guys are capable of doing. You know, hopefully they get creative and they come up with something dope like they did at at the Rumble. 
But I'm just excited to see Ricochet have this moment. He's such an incredible physical talent who's been doing this for so long. And that's a damn good pick, too, man, because you know what? Like, the knock that a lot of people have had on him is his mic work being a little bit behind his ring work. But I feel like it's coming up, and it's right there, right in time for SummerSlam. No, he's he's done a good job. He's done a good job so far, man. He really, really has. Um, you got to give it give it up to Ricochet, who's been yeah man. after this thing for a long, long time. Um, since uh, obviously people know him as Prince Puma, okay, people remember that. But did you know him as Speeding Black Bullet? <laughs> I did not. Did you know him as Helios or Helios? Uh, before uh, King Ricochet, of course, Trevor Mann, Cameron Locke. He's been doing this for a very long time. His real name is Trevor Mann, by the way. And he's 34. He's been getting after it for a very long time. Uh, so we're excited for Ricochet up here. Let's hit a couple real quick before we go on the way out the door. Mail. Okay, here we go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hunter says, I hate to be this guy. No, he doesn't. No, Nobody who says that, by the way, hates it, actually. They, 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 they love, love being They're the waiting for the opportunity to be that guy. But go ahead. All right. What's up, Pete? As you know, I've been a loyal listener for the entire Cheap Heat ride. Also, huge fan of the Duke Sucks video. It's, it's going a ways back. But I think you've been hanging out with Dip too much. It's really hard to hear you talk about how bored you are on your luxury vacation. Because this resort is worse than the other resort. I know you live a completely different life than us. And you can afford to do whatever you want. More power to you. You should stay mage and enjoy yourself. However, complaining about how boring your dream vacation is, is extremely tone deaf to what the majority of us are going through in America. Just something to think about. Again, not trying to be a hater. Just trying to show some perspective. Hope you find something to do, LOL. Hunter from Sean. <laughs> Hope you find something to do. It's hilarious. Listen, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not in any way going to rip that message. Here's the only thing I'll say in defense of myself in, in these ridiculous quote, first world problems. First of all, you overstated a little bit. I cannot do whatever I want. That was, that was a nice way of putting it. No, but I actually view it and I could be all wet on this. And maybe the listeners can tell me that they all agree with Hunter and think I sound like a douchebag. I personally view it as being incredibly relatable that I'm so flustered by spending so much for kind of getting nothing. Like if I thought if I came out and said, I mean, what? I don't care. I've got it. Like, no, that's not how I feel. I feel like, <laughs> wow, we spent a lot of money on this vacation. It's hard to burn money on vacation. It's one thing. to, It's hard enough to buy things that are like a necessary purchase. But like when it's a vacation that's supposed to just be a good time and then you know after five, six, seven days it's over and that money is never coming back. It was all drinking and eaten and gone. No, I think if I was really unrelatable, I wouldn't even be tripping about it. But I was sitting on horrifying lines at the airport like everybody. Guys, if I was rich, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> rich private, people don't private. stand on that line at Turks and Caicos Airport. I'm telling you, I'm not, well, no, I'm sure some rich people do who don't know any better. But if you have money, money, and you're really Hollywood about that life, SGG, you're not standing on the roller nah. coaster line at the airport. There's a VIP way of doing everything, and you're skipping it all. Yeah. you People won't even see you moving in and out of the airport. No, because I got news for you. A lot of celebrities have been name dropping Turks and Caicos. I didn't see Nam one of them <laughs> online at that airport, okay, in the hellish gate that I was in. 
So listen, duly noted. I hear you. I do think about those things. Um, I, I, I am certainly not someone who can do whatever I want, but I do realize that I am privileged enough to go on a vacation for seven days and then complain about it being boring. By the way, I also should note some of it's tongue in cheek. We had a great time. I'm just saying it was a long time for me. I don't know if you guys have gotten this about me yet based on my 36 jobs and the fact that I never miss a podcast. <laughs> I'm a bit of a busybody. Okay. I, I like to do things. So what I just have, when literally all you could do is it's so hot that all you can kind of do is as you the longest we could stay out of the water on this trip would be like 15 minutes. Uh, it was one of those. Like yeah. you couldn't even sit and really enjoy reading a book. It was like every minute you're out, you're dry in a minute, you're hot in five minutes, you're roasting in 10 minutes, mm -hmm. you're back in the water, which is cool to do like, you know, a few times. Matter of fact, go crazy. Do it for three hours. You still have another 10 hours that day. <laughs> right. right. So we're, we're scouring for activities like cultural activities on the island. Now, listen. I know they're more adventurous people. Like if Natalie had meant it married instead of a somewhat schlubby Jewish radio host, she had married someone a little bit more. Uh, how do I put this? Um, adventurous, perhaps she might have been doing all kinds of wakeboarding and, and what's the water snowmobile oh, like thing? Parasailing, jet skiing, jet skiing, but she was with me. So we didn't have that many <laughs> options. I'm not. That water seemed a little wavy for a to try jet ski. <laughs> I, I'm not going out like Willie Lump Lump. That can't happen. <laughs> so that's all I mean. I did. I, I hope that I didn't seem too toned down. Yeah. And listen, man, first world problems are still problems. Might not be your problems, but they're for still the record, problems. It's one of my favorite things my therapist says. Because basically everyone who goes to my therapist is only dealing with first world problems based alone on how much he costs and the fact that he doesn't take insurance. Okay. so. Everyone, because all the guys who are in this, this my group therapy that I do, everyone's doing pretty good in life, except for the reasons that put us all in this group therapy. <laughs> right. So, so everyone start. <laughs> everyone will say like, "I know it's a first world problem," you know, and it's like sometimes you just want to be like, "Hey guys, can we just shut up?" And these are our problems. Yeah. Like it doesn't first world, and and it's such a it's also such a ridiculous concept because there was a wise man. I don't know if you're familiar with him. His name is Christopher Wallace. And he once said, famously, right. Right. more money, more, more problems. problems. So, and also, it, it's just like we've seen it a thousand times, though. Everyone says that if they had money, all their problems would be solved. And then yet we see everybody who gets money. It doesn't seem like their problems get solved. They get new problems. They solve the old problems and they get new problems. Or if you're the kind of person who has lots of problems, you have them broke and you have them rich. Or if you're the kind of person who doesn't have a lot of problems... You can manage to not have a lot of problems with no money. Yeah. And you can manage to have, not have a lot of problems with lots of money. I just, I hear what my man's saying. I feel you. I will take that to, to heart. Um, but yeah, my therapist always cuts us off on the first world problem things. He's like, guys, we're here to talk about your problems. You don't need to cut the problems off at the knees by telling me that they shouldn't be a problem right. to somebody else. Because if you're going to start off by minimizing the problem, then I don't need to hear about it. You're wasting your money by telling me about this thing that you're going to start off by saying is not a big deal. Yeah, and by the way, think about how annoying that would be if you had someone who had to yell first world problems in your face every time. Like one day you decide to splurge. Like, you know what? Damn. First class tickets, a thousand. The regular tickets, 700. Ah, screw it. I, I've had a, I, my leg's been killing me. 
I'm going to splurge and get the $1,000 first class ticket. And then you get on the flight and they go, oh my God, sir, I'm so sorry. We can't give you the first class seat. We know you paid for it. You got to sit in the, in this, can you just sit in this closest coach seat? It's yes, it's about eight inches smaller and you don't get the food that you paid for. But you know, is it, it's someone that pops up and yells, first world problem, enjoy the flight. It's like, no, I just paid for this. And that's the thing people don't see too is the, what you just mentioned is like the stress that went into taking the risk of having to endure the problem is also a problem. It, these are, it's our life. It's everyone's life, man. Everyone has different levels of problems, by the way. I'm, and, and it was generally, I've had fun complaining about Turks and Caicos. It's a great place. I just spent, we just did a little too long. Okay. And I don't know if you guys know this. We went to Miami on the way back for a work thing. So part of the reason we did Turks and Caicos is because I had a one app work situation on the way back in Miami. So again, hustler that I am, if I can get a few bucks to try to offset the trip, busybody just like on the you way said. back. Busybody keep going. I did not realize that Miami would be literally hotter than the face of the sun <laughs> when we arrived there. It was unbearable. You you know, the world is so over, it's it's crazy. Uh, all right, let's hit another email real quick. Here. You're hurting me. I agree. Oh, with I'm sorry. I know. I also agree with that. Mail. Um JD on the other side of things writes, Hey Peter and Miss Hatton. I'm listening today to today's podcast and I feel your pain 100%. <laughs> My wife and I got married two years ago and for our honeymoon, we went to a local beach area as we didn't want to travel due to COVID. What we should have thought of was that neither me or my wife enjoy the beach. <laughs> we, we paid a bleep ton of money to stay by the beach when we didn't go to the beach. And if you're thinking, why not order some food and enjoy yourself? Only one pizza place delivered there. The closest Starbucks in normal food was an hour and a half away. Oh, my goodness. We travel for each of our, each of our anniversaries. So the goal is to have it a little better than our honeymoon. It's pretty easy for us to achieve that goal. Three days till Monday, JD. Yo, <laughs> my man was counting down to my trip ending. That's that. It wasn't that bad. Um, That's love, though. That's love. I appreciate that, though. I appreciate that. Did you hear the email last week, SUG, about someone's suggestion that WWE crowds are better because the toxic people went to AEW? <laughs> I've heard that said a, a couple of times. Uh, okay, so here's a kind of hilarious mail. Ryan says, just heard the email from Robert about WWE crowds. I don't think they flock to AEW. It's that AEW has satiated the need for certain types of wrestling. We now get the same stuff. We could go seek out for 20 bucks at a high school gym if we wanted to drive 45 minutes next weekend, as well as the nice glossy WWE package on TV. That might seem somewhat Pollyannish, but really, I think it's the truth. Congrats on the nuptials and seriously come up to Southern Connecticut for some AM bagel sometime. Oh, by the way, I got a couple of messages here. Um, Keith wrote us about the fact that Grandpa Joe m m m m m m m mail. Listen to this. He said, uh, not uh, not to play the Cobra in the gift lunging at the Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth, <laughs> but I have to take exception with the newlywed couple's take on Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It's long been my feeling that Grandpa Joe was just as big a heel as the rest of the adults invited to the factory. When we meet him, he's bedridden with three other elderly family members living in, a, 
in a one-room home with Charlie and Charlie's mom. Popped up quick to go to that factory, though. The entire group seems to be solely supported by Charlie's mom, who appears to be doing the laundry for the entire tri-state area with a wooden spoon. (laughs) When Charlie gets the golden ticket and invites Grandpa Joe, Joe gets up, sings a song, and dances, seemingly cured from all of his ailments. So he's going to be up to his elbows in candy bars while the woman who takes care of all of them doesn't get a day off from washing clothes. <laughs> if Charlie's mom were the heel, she would have beaten up Joe with that giant laundry spoon and put the rest of the grandparents on notice saying, if Chico and the man over here can do a jig, you can occasionally wash a shirt. Mm-hmm. Instead, she stays face while Grandpa Joe nearly screws up the entire operation by stealing fizzy lifting drinks. That's a cheap heat. <laughs> He's not a winner. That's a cheap heat. Uh, good day, sir. I said good day, Keith Harrington. We got to end with that one because that is a fantastic yeah, Keith and accurate lie, message. Keith, By Keith. the way, not only was it Grandpa Joe who suggested they drink the fizzy lifting bubbles because it was him who did that. Yep. But then afterwards, when Willy Wonka says, yo, you're gone. You broke the rules. He tries to act as if they didn't and gets mad at Willy Wonka. (laughs) Then, after not admitting that he did anything wrong, he just like goes up to Charlie and is like, all right, let's go. And Charlie's the one who's such a baby face that he's like, I'm going to go back and try one more time. Mm -hmm. And in spite of heel Grandpa Joe's ways, Charlie ends up getting the chocolate. Grandpa right? Joe's definitely the heel. Go back. Hold, say something. But Natalie's back yet. Hold on. He didn't even say I'm going to go back and try something. He like did a nice thing from his heart and yep. said, you know yep. what? I'm going to I'm going to give him back the never ending candy thing. You know, gave it to him because he felt oh, the gobstopper. Yeah. Yes. And then he walked away. He wasn't even looking to get anything back. Yeah. True. A true baby face. If ever there was one. Um, shouts to Brian Waters, uh, Dipperstein as well. You guys, uh, in the mailbag, Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. Vacation guy, Greg. Good day, sir. I say good day. Everyone out there, send us an email, see us in the Discord, stay mage, and enjoy yourselves. Take it easy, man. It's professional wrestling. Sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg. And then I went to makeup and like sat in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together. Also, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce. Shout out to that guy, Greg. Red Heart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Mutt, 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 Mitch.